Good morning, everyone. We said last time that we would uh, perhaps think a little bit about the millennial reign of the Lord Jesus. Well, we might just uh, have a little thought about that today. Uh, Anyway, we've mentioned also previously that most preachers and churches say little about the extent and embrace of the redemption purchased at Calvary's cross by the Lord Jesus Christ. The emphasis is generally on that which affects you and me here and now. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, as our focus must be on winning souls for Christ while they have the time and opportunity to be saved, before that day of God's grace closes which may be closer than we think. However, what I'd like to do today is to ask you to consider a little more of the wonder and extent of that mighty work that he wrought there on Calvary's cross. Please think of this. What God created was, of, of course, absolutely perfect. Don't ever imagine that the original creation was destined to decay and ultimate destruction. No, in fact... God said about his creation that it was all very good. But then sin came into the world by one man, Adam, and humanity and our relationship with God was severed, and we needed a redeemer to liberate us from sin's penalty and power and slavery. But also, because of man's rebellion and sin, creation itself was, as scripture declares, subjected to the bondage of corruption. It goes on to say that the whole creation continues to groan and travail in pain together until now. As the scripture also says, by one man sin came into the world and death by sin. So death came upon all men. And that death and corruption has not only affected humanity, but the animals and vegetables and even the geological heavens and earth themselves. I don't know if you've ever noticed that when Jesus came to Bethlehem and walked here upon earth, the animals, the fish, the birds uh, recognised who he was and obeyed him. Even the trees, the vegetable kingdom obeyed his voice. And as he entered Jerusalem and the people sang his praise, he told those that criticised, if these should hold their peace, the very stones would cry out. But he was rejected and crucified by mankind and those to whom he came. You see, everything, apart from men and women, generally that is, as there were exceptions, failed to recognise him, and certainly did not, and were not willing to obey him, and to receive him. However, God in his grace overruled man's wickedness, and the most wicked act of humanity became the greatest act of divine grace. Because the cross of Christ is the mighty work of redemption that has been brought about and has brought the salvation to millions upon millions of souls. However, what I want us to see today is that which the mighty work of redemption at Calvary will mean in the day of Christ coming again to the earth. Because that's where we are, isn't it, in our consideration of the book of Revelation. You see, there is a day coming when the Lord Jesus will be revealed in power and great glory. He came in humility when he first came. He came in lowliness. But he's coming to the earth again, and he's coming in power and great glory. And with him there'll be a vast company of the redeemed. And thank God I shall be amongst them.
The Bible calls it the manifestation or the revelation of the sons of God. But what that verse is really speaking about is that creation itself is earnestly awaiting that day. Because, the Bible goes on to say, because the creation itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. How amazing is that? One wonders whether during the horrific happenings of the tribulation, the earth itself will be geologically changed as it undoubtedly was during Noah's flood 4,000 years ago. Hence the scientists' so-called millions of years compressed into a short period of time. However, certainly there will be heavenly and earthly convulsions and catastrophic happenings during those future tribulation unprecedented years of judgment. Possibly global warming, the ice caps melting and climate change are all a preparation for that. I don't know. There will be, undoubtedly, <clears throat> according to scripture, a reversal of the curse which was placed upon the earth because of man's sin in Genesis chapter 3. There'll be a transformation of the deserts. They will blossom as the rose. There will be an abundance of grain on the top of the mountains. Instead of the thorn, says the scripture, shall come up the fir tree. Instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle tree. And the animals, they'll be at peace. The wolf, says the Bible, shall dwell with the lamb. And the leopard shall lie down with the kid. And the calf and the young lion and the fatling together. And a little child shall lead them. And the cow and the bear shall feed. Their young shall lie down together. And the lion shall eat straw like the ox. And the sucking child shall play on the hole of the asp. And the weaned child shall put his hand on the cockatrice or the adder's den. For the earth shall be filled, you see, with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. All will know him, the Bible says, from the least to the greatest. There will be no need to say know the Lord, for all shall know him in that day. Do you know that lovely hymn? Jesus shall reign. Where'er the sun does its successive journeys run, his kingdom stretch from shore to shore till moon shall wax and wane no more. What a day of glory that will be. The one they crucified will come and be vindicated by God in the very world where they rejected him. Every knee will bow to him. Every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Even those who are unwilling to do so, compulsorily they will in that day. Things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth will acknowledge who he is. But I wonder, have you already done that? Have you already made Jesus your Lord? But what a day that will be. And I want to ask you this morning, will you be there? Will you be there? You can be. And you can know the certainty of the future and the eternal blessing of God's salvation. God bless you.